When it comes to medical practitioners, the Veterans Health Administration maintains a database of who's okay and who is disqualified. But too often, VHA officials aren't aware of adverse actions against practitioners or don't follow policy when they do know. That means disqualified doctors have had continued contact with patients. Joining me with more, Kathy Laren, Director of the Forensic Audits and Investigative Service at the Government Accountability Office. Ms. Laren, good to have you back. Thank you for having me. You found that VHA is doing what? Are we talking about outside health care providers or people that are working in the VHA system? Yeah, what we looked at was um, practitioners who were working within the VA system who had adverse actions reported in the national database that tracks healthcare providers. And give us a sense of the extent of that database, because there's a lot of people in the VHA system. These are employees. There are. There are 165,000 um, healthcare providers in the VA. Um, but the database that we looked at is a national database. It does not just include VA practitioners, but practitioners throughout the country from any facility. So it would also include people that might be coming in as contractors or people that are in other facilities outside of the VA's own system in the CHOICE program? Yeah, exactly. The national database um, tracks healthcare providers who have a record of misconduct or substandard care, um, who have either been disciplined by a state licensing board, by a healthcare facility, um, if they've been named in a criminal conviction, and I'm talking about in any healthcare um, facility in the country, any hospital, even those not associated with the VA at all. Is this a federally maintained VA database, or is it something that all practices, hospitals can use? It's a federally maintained database that goes beyond just the VA. It, it covers all practitioners throughout the country. It was created by Congress to prevent practitioners from moving to state by state and not disclosing adverse actions. That's the purpose of the database. And who can put data in it? Who can report things to it? So anyone who works with a healthcare provider can put data into it. That would include state licensing boards, healthcare facilities, um, professional societies, state and local agencies. And those are also the entities that have access to that database um, to determine whether their own providers have been reported in another state. And who can look at the database? Pretty much the same people that can put data into it? Exactly, yes. And what did you find with respect to VHA, first of all, checking the database in the first place to see if people were unqualified for some reason? What we found is that generally VHA did check the database when they hired practitioners, um, but they didn't consistently follow their own policies when deciding whether a practitioner was qualified or disqualified to work at the VA. Um, and as a result of that, some practitioners who should have been disqualified were not disqualified. And these are people that would be coming into the VA facilities working to be paid by VA from an outside facility or VA employees? We really just looked at VA employees, people who were employed by the VA. Got it. And as your report points out, there are different levels of disqualification, some because of maybe bad medical practice and some because maybe someone didn't get the proper training they should have to, to meet state requirements somewhere, which is more administrative than medical. So the question is, what is the policy of VA and does it apply no matter what the reason for the disqualification might be? Yeah, so VA has a process called credentialing. When they hire a practitioner, they look at the skills, the knowledge, the ability of that 
individual to um, perform their duties at the VA. And they also look to see whether they have any disqualifying adverse actions against them. And um, for example, if they had surrendered a license or if they um, had a license revoked. Now, in some instances, a practitioner may have a valid license in one state even though in another state their license was revoked either because of patient care issues or because of professional misconduct, a, a physician in that position should not be hired by the VA. That person should be disqualified from the VA. But we found instances where um, physicians who had their license um, revoked or surrendered for cause we're still working at the VA. I see. And what about people that might have that adverse action or revocation of their license when they are already working at VA? I would think that's pretty cut and dried because that would be known to the local administrators of the uh, of the facility where they work, correct? It would be known if they were only working for the uh, VHA facility, but sometimes practitioners have private practices in addition to working for VHA. So the VHA might not know about a revoked or a surrendered license if they don't check the database regularly. We're speaking with Catherine Laren, Director of Forensic Audits and Investigative Service at the Government Accountability Office. So what were your recommendations to VHA? I presume to check the database a lot. Yeah, that was definitely one of our recommendations. We made seven recommendations to the VHA. Um, One of them was that um, those uh, officials who are responsible for credentialing new employees that they take mandatory training so that they really understand VHA policies because the policies aren't necessarily the problem. It was really that they were not being followed because the credentialers were not aware of the policies. Um, And as you said, we also recommended that they regularly um, review the credentials and the adverse actions database um, to make sure that none of their practitioners should be disqualified. Is it possible, do you know, whether that database could be set up such that, say, I'm the administrator or I'm in charge of medical practices at, say, Dallas, I'm just making this up, all the people within my facility, could I get an automatic flag when something happens in that database affecting one of the people locally? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there is a way to have a con- what they call a continuous query, which means there's a constant review of the database. Um, and VHA does have that for some of their employees, but our recommendation is that they put that in place for all medical practitioners. Sure, and on the hiring front, as you mentioned, when someone is in a hiring position and they see that the person was disqualified, then regardless of the reason, they shouldn't hire them, even if it was just, say, they were a month late on training. No, I mean, the credentialers do have some latitude to use their judgment, and we think that that is appropriate. For example, we came across one instance where a physician had surrendered his physical therapy license because he was no longer practicing physical therapy and had not, as you said, um, gotten all of his continuing education credits to maintain his license, but it really didn't affect his ability to provide services as a physician. So he was not disqualified, and that was appropriate. And if someone is like that and they go ahead and get the training that they need for their mandatory, you know, whatever the requirement is, is that also going into the database so that the next time someone looks, they can say, oh, yeah, Dr. Smith did catch up and he's all up to date? Yes, absolutely. The the database not only records 
um, license that is licenses that have been suspended or revoked, but also licenses that have, have been restored. Bottom line is there is discretion on hiring depending on what is in that database, but the people need to understand how wide that discretion allows them to do hiring. And so that gets back to the idea of training. Exactly. I mean, the most important thing is that credentialers should not be hiring um, medical practitioners who have had their license suspended or revoked or surrendered for cause because of patient uh, care issues or because of professional misconduct. And VHA generally concurred with your recommendations? Yes, they did. Yep, they concurred with all of our recommendations. Kathy Laren is Director of Forensic Audits and Investigative Service at the GAO. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post a link to her report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Listen on demand at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.